family here with this episode of Nuts About Nutrition. I'm really excited to be here with you guys today. And this is going to be an interesting episode. We're going to do another solo show today. Uh, we'll have some more guests coming up here in the near future. But uh, this show really hit me hard. It's all about student engagement and an article that was written by Professor Ray Dadamo, who's an adjunct professor. He teaches English at Rutgers, Montclair, and Middlesex County College out in the Northeast. And uh, I thought he did a brilliant job in this article. And I, I thought that you all would enjoy a little bit of his perspective. And then I'm gonna color that if I can, possibly through the lens of what we do here at McGraw-Hill in, in our nutrition uh, group. So Ray's article starts off, the first sentence really hit me hard, which is complacency is the enemy of student engagement. Wow. Now what Ray goes on to talk about is something that I had to really do a time warp for myself and think back to when I was in college. So I basically went the path of high school to a community college. But I think it's no different whether you take that path or if you're going to a four-year school what he talks about in this article is that you're really going into a foreign environment. And for a lot of students, regardless of their age, it can be pretty intimidating. And that's one of the factors I think that's really important to consider early in a term is just how, you know, obviously this is all new to them and, and can be pretty scary and intimidating. So let's start with number one that Ray has in his article. And I love this. He says, redefine their space. Now, as he started outlining what his thought on this article, he talked about the fact that students will usually claim an assigned seat. Now you probably don't assign seats in your class, very few faculty do today, but this is something where I remember very well kind of going to a spot in the classroom, sticking my claim on a seat, and then that kind of got me in my comfort zone. And what Ray talks about here is when you disrupt the student's familiar approach to learning, and he talks about you can do this spatially, acoustically, or visually, the instructor is gonna get them to consider the course content from a new vantage point. So it's really fun if you've ever done this wherever you've been in a class or if you have something that you're in a regular pattern with, maybe it's a faculty meeting. I know we all kind of get in the mode of sitting in the same spot. Try a different seat in the room, see if it uh, changes your perspective. I think what Ray's talking about here is right on the money. Okay, so that's his number one. The number two is foster a spirit of play. And before I go any further, I'm going to actually link this article out in the show notes here on the podcast. But uh, fostering a spirit of play, um, what he talked about, and this I thought was pretty fun, he said dividing students into teams, a program of guided competition can prompt them to invest more deeply in the material that they need to study. And I started thinking back to some of the classes that I took as an undergrad and how uh, I know one faculty member that we had did Jeopardy games. Um, another one did some things where... You had to debate a different vantage point, and we did a competition on it. Really fun. I think that's a, a good tip that Ray outlines here. Number three in his list is shock them. Wow. This was tough to read. I thought, oh, my goodness, shock them. Well, he talks in this uh, article in the paragraph is really forcing the student to inhabit an unpleasant or a shocking argument Ask them to think outside of the box or outside of the realm of conventional wisdom. So I think in the nutrition course in particular, this is one where you can have a lot of fun in layering in a common topic like maybe the paleo diet or the low-carb diet, uh, something like that that really may not seem real shocking, 
to us, you know, as stewards in the nutrition uh, discipline, but maybe it'll help them think about what is an extreme dietary choice that you have out there, and then what are the implications, and then really argue either the pros or the cons for, you know, going on one of those diets. Number four in Ray's article is group work. And I think this one is uh, one that I think is probably the easiest sometimes to pull off in a class, but really dividing a group up so that you can really let them discover the material and, and in his words, have some of the teaching happen organically within the student groups is a positive one. And I think that's one that we see quite a bit in a lot of the classes that I get to visit. Then number five is current events. And Ray talks about when principles of a curriculum can be linked with contemporary news, they become urgent in new ways. And those are Ray's words here. I think for us in nutrition, there's so many things that we can really talk about. There are things like the Impossible Whopper at Burger King. There are fast food places that are dabbling with their uh, menus quite often. You have a lot of fad diets that'll come into the mix. But having current events, I think there's just so much out there. I think our challenge in the nutrition space is how do you fare it through you know, what's relevant and then how deep do you actually go. Number six is all for you, the faculty member. And I love what Ray wrote here. And I'm going to read it to you here. Let your students enjoy you. He talks about in this passage, when students like their instructors, they feel a responsibility to them and will interrupt those deadly lulls in participation. Like this one can come up when you lecture. You know, really infuse yourself differently in the mix in terms of how you're lecturing to them can really have a big impact. And then uh, this is another part that he makes really well. Students are only likely to share an opinion if they feel their professor will treat it meaningfully. And I know this is one that can be difficult because of our time constraints. But when you do treat those opinions, questions, and various things of points of feedback that you get from your students, it can have a positive effect on them, not in terms of, or not only in terms of what they're doing in your classroom, but then also just how they're going to approach the science of nutrition globally within their lives. So I really love that one. And then the last one that Ray talks about is conduct a survey. And what I love about here, at least from a marketing perspective, he really suggests here that you should ask them what the best methods and practice are for promoting student engagement. And what I think is really fun about this idea, again, I mentioned that I'm in the marketing field, you guys all know that, but really asking your customer for ideas, I know at least in terms of my experience in the past, this has been something that's really helped me. Often I get people suggest things that other discipline groups in McGraw-Hill are doing or other uh, groups in the world in terms of marketing. And then we're able to really consider those and see if they might be something we can incorporate in the mix. So I would say if you do those surveys, which I know a lot of you do, um, keep, keep up that battle because that's something where I think your students, if they're really paying attention to some of their other courses or if they've been paying attention to the methods that you're deploying in your nutrition course, it can have a lot of benefit and they can really inform you on what you should do more of, maybe what you should do less of, or possibly getting some new ideas. All right, so that's it, the seven ways to tackle student engagement, and I love this article. Again, like I mentioned, I'm gonna put the link to this article in full uh, disclosure here on the show notes so that you have it, and if you have show ideas, get those along to us, we wanna hear from you. If you wanna be on the show, we're gonna be doing more guest interviews here in the next three to four weeks. 
Really look forward to hearing from you, and I hope you have a really nice day. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Nuts About Nutrition podcast. Hope you have a great weekend.